Yo, what's going on guys? My name is Chandler, the Geek Slays. Welcome back to episode 76 of the Scuffed Ass Podcast. My brain's struggling today. We got Judo again. The man, the myth, the legend. How you doing? We're good all here. Are we all here? I feel like I'm only partially here. <laughs> I'm fully here. You got full Judo here today. Oh, that's good. You're going to have to carry. That man is playing Galaga. <laughs> I got you. Thought we wouldn't notice. What's new? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doing with the host. I appreciate it. Um, so you actually started off the call with a decent question. Is Trevor's <laughs> story going to get traded? I'm not going to say no. only to the Yankees because there are more mm -hmm. options than that. Um, mm -hmm. But do um, you think he's getting traded? I, His name's floating around, you know. There's, you know, we're at that time of the year. All Star Games pass. Immediately once that happens, my mind floats to the trade deadline. Right. The Rockies suck. The so, Rockies are unloaded. I think. I, I see the fact that Trevor Story's contract is up at the end of the year. So. I think the Rockies, if they were smart, which we've seen that as an organization, they are not. But if they were smart, they would reach out to Trevor Story and go, okay, are you re-signing here? I like this thing. Judo with the sub, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you, my guy. Um, but, you know, are you going to re-sign here? Because if you're going to even just go test free agency, we need to trade you and get some pieces. It's dumb to let your stars walk for free. Like if they're if you know they're gonna walk, go get some pieces. Um but I don't want them to trade him, but it definitely sounds like they're going to. And if they're gonna trade him, I would hope that you'll trade Charlie Blackman to somewhere where he can go get a chance to win. And John Gray is probably gonna go since his contract expires at the end of the year. I think the Rockies um, could dump a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of names floating around. I don't think there'll be too many deals. I think Gallo's going. Probably, yeah. Sounds like the Cubs are doing a fire still or looking into it. Yep. Uh, the dude in uh, Washington winds my mind, Blake. Max. Uh, oh, Max Scherzer. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a goner. And it appears yeah. he's going to, like, somewhere in the NL West. Ooh, we're going to trade Trevor Story for Max Scherzer. <laughs> Actually, that'd be terrible. Max Scherzer sucks at Coors Field. Also, no, I don't think the Rangers are trading for Trevor Story. <laughs> no. I think he's a Yankee or a Giant or who's buying right now the Padres the the Giants the Dodgers the Rays the Yankees they're all buyers right the now Padres couldn't use them because they already have Tatis oh, yeah so that yeah. one's out I mean unless one of them wants to move to second base but I no, don't I see either in the market in general oh yeah no they're moving Hosmer for sure they're looking into that hard really what costly is he underperforming there um well he's kind of out of position now now with the acquisition of Frazier we can slide uh Cronesworth to first oh. and only that like they're thinking a year ahead of now when Tatis's contract puts them over the threshold for the uh the luxury tax so 
you know, unloading him. He's already like he was already off the bench yesterday when the Frazier's first game. Okay. Um, but unloading him is going to cost them a, a top four prospect. And that's scary because they got good ones. My biggest thing is teams, honestly, if the owners actually care about winning, stop giving a shit about the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Because all you're going to do is hurt your team long term because you're going to let somebody go that you didn't need to. The Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder did it when they let James Harden go because, oh, luxury tax. Just pay it because if I you keep them, you win. I think it's just a factor. I don't think that they're afraid of that. I mean, it gives them more wiggle room to do more moves. Like they're yeah. in the market for, for Max as well. Uh, plus the guys out of position. I mean, they're pretty set with Frazier. They got a solid infield, man. Yeah, solid. Um, they're Talk pretty set. To the Rockies for John Gray. <laughs> I'd rather get rid of him for uh, Gallo in uh, Texas, man. Put him in the outfield. Yeah, but you, John Gray can come pitch for you. I don't know. How's your rotation looking? I don't. I don't know enough about the Rangers. Oh, Snell's meh. Paddock's meh. Uh, use Darvish is awesome. Um, yeah, Darvish well, can throw well. like eleven pitches, dude. It's mm-hmm. insane. He's a horse, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. he's he's insanely good. Um, and then, uh, we had that one kid that was the number one prospect in the country, the pitcher Gore, Mackenzie Gore, but he's not really lighting the joint up in the minors this year so darvish is balling out joe musgrove threw that uh no hitter early in the season excuse me early in the season the denelson lamette is that how you say his name i haven't actually watched any padres games so i haven't heard the announcer say his name but that dude's slider is dirty yeah that's about all I know about him. I mean, we're <clears throat> if you didn't have the if you don't have the Dodgers in your division in your your um, conference, yeah. Um, I mean, and then the Giants are gnarly too. Then you then you sit where you're at. But I mean, teams only have a window that's you know a certain amount of time. Oh yeah, that window. your window slams closed quick. I mean, we're we're actually. I feel like this is our first year where we're like, okay, this is the window. This yeah. is an op- the window's opening for. I say we, meaning the Padres. I think this is the first year for that for them, and I think they got they're on the rise. They got years. They got everything in place. They got contracts and young guys coming up. They're uh, in place for that. So just hope that your front office doesn't destroy your team. As a Rockies fan, the 2007 Rockies were really good. Yeah. And then five years later, all of their young MVP level players weren't on the team anymore. You know, you traded Tulo, you traded Matt Holiday, Todd Helton retired. Like, shit can change quick. So, honestly, if you are near playoff level or near championship level, go make every move possible yeah because if you get that ring your fans will be fine with another you know length of rebuild if you have to afterwards if you are good for a while yeah i mean yo what's good ghost (laughs) yeah i mean 
we we were like that too similar i think it was like i don't know how many years ago when we picked up justin upton matt camp yeah. uh what was the dude um the pitcher uh, shields who we traded and got tatis for from yeah. to the white Sox. Yeah. but you know we we've rebounded from that mistake i feel like we've been fleecing teams with our trades i think the only trade we really freaking lost really bad was that trey turner yeah um and then uh oh, damn I forgot the other guy's name dude max field max fields the guy in the, the pitcher on the braves i like him a lot that's the dude we gave up for uh upton for a year yeah but i mean we've been like we got cronesworth like he was a throw-in in that uh fam for hunter renfro trade to the rays and look at that dude now so we've been winning our trades pretty well so we'll see yeah we'll see man but you do got to charge that credit card if you got that opportunity to win the title absolutely What's up, Wilson? especially when you are like the padres and you're a smaller market team mm -hmm. because honestly you're not gonna win in free agency that often you because not now. who can pay not. more the yankees or the padres i think it's gnarly they have two max contracts on their roster <laughs> but shot two 300 million dollar players in san diego that's insane right what is this new work right it, it is nuts because but i i mean that is the one problem with baseball not having a salary cap is these smaller market teams will get left behind because the Rockies can't pay as much as the Dodgers or the Yankees or shit, even the Padres. You know, you have to build from within and then hope you stay good. So. For sure. Yeah, I. Yeah, so a lot of moves. We'll see what happens. I think Chris Bryant, he's he's freaking out because he's hearing a lot that he's going to get traded he's it's starting to affect him i see him in the press conferences during interviews and he's like rattled Oof. Um, not ideal nah so we'll see man we'll see are you really not going to let me read this article because i won't sign up for a stupid insider oh that's so dumb insider? uh i'm just Is that what it was no it was uh, Denver Post thing so I wanted to oh. read what they were saying but I, I'm not paying for the shit I refuse <laughs> I'm doing pretty good Ghostline I'm doing pretty good um yeah because it's talking about the different trades the Rockies might make and that kind of thing which would be good information to have but oh the Rockies apparently did make a trade today. What's that? Uh, they traded Michael Givens, one of their relievers, to the Reds. <laughs> For minor leaguers, Case Williams and Noah Davis. I've never heard any of them. I've never heard of those people. But two starting pitchers, which, I mean, the Rockies can take as many decent young starting pitchers as possible mm -hmm. oh my chat's gonna try to make me chug a gallon of water nice it's really not it's pretty rude actually um <laughs> but yeah i mean apparently the mets i hey bear what's up how you doing? 
<laughs> Apparently Thank the you, Mets want to trade for Trevor Story and John Gray. <clears throat> oh, imagine being the Yankees and Trevor Story ending up in the team across the streets uniform instead of years. Could have it. That would be nuts. I don't even I'm not even following the Yankees. Um I'm too vested in my, my Padres. Are right. they like what second place? Uh the Padres right now are in third. No, I know they are, but that's that's that that doesn't really matter. I'm talking about the like the they're in the race there. Yeah. The, the Yankees, what place oh, are they? Oh, the Yankees in? are in third place and they are eight and I'm a half back. games back of behind the Red Sox. Okay, what about for that wild card? Um, I'm not I hate that. MLB wild card standings since it doesn't just show when you look at the standings uh you have 10,000 points don't use them <laughs> all right let's see here the right now Tampa Bay and Oakland are the two wild card teams with Seattle being a game back and the Yankees being two and a half so they're in the race okay the wild card race in the american league is tight though yeah but they're in the race five teams within five games of a wild card spot that's pretty nuts yeah yeah yo short hair how you doing so we'll see when's that deadline the 30th the 30th first for august it's the last day of july is the trade deadline okay i always struggle with how many days are in every month so just the last day of this month (laughs) yeah um yeah the yankees are in it and then for the wild card for the national league the dodgers and the padres are the two wild card teams right now And the Reds are the next closest team, and they're six games back. Yeah. St. Louis is seven and a half games back. I can yeah. just pull this stuff up myself. I don't know. I'm, let's see this pod. I'm, I'm trying to see, like, where the Padres stand in the wild card race. Uh, they're uh, in it. They're yeah, the second well, team. Oh, they're the second, so they're yeah. they're locked. Right now, they're locked, and they're six games ahead of the Reds. So, oh, uh, so that's they're going to the postseason, probably. Yeah. So that's wild. Like, they've been in third for quite a while, and they've been winning, man. Look at their their fucking yeah. how many games? They're fifteen games over uh, over five hundred, and they're in third place. That's yeah. fucking wild, bro. They're in fucking first place in any other division except well, the Central. Hey, the Rockies yeah. are in the same place they were in 2007. Dude, how the fuck are the Giants so good this year? They sh- really <laughs> shouldn't be. Honestly, what has happened is two guys that I thought and most people thought were old and done in Buster Posey and Evan Longoria decided, hey, we know how to play again, and yeah. nobody was ready for that. Mm-hmm. Does suck for the Rockies. Trevor Story's having the worst year of his career right now. So, (laughs) 
that's not ideal for trades. Yeah. Mm. Apparently well, the Yankees made an offer for Trevor Story. Yeah. Preliminary talks. Hmm. I I don't want to keep getting rid of all of our good players. Why is that what we do every time? There was once a time where the infield for the Rockies was Todd Helton, DJ LeMahieu, Troy Tulowitzki, and Nolan Arenado. And that's that's wild. And they didn't make the fucking playoffs. Uh, Cuz the outfield was still great then too. But it just our pitching How did that sucks. Oh, okay. Because our best pitcher was like Jorge De La Rosa. Uh, who's like the greatest pitcher in Rockies history, but that's not saying a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, I guess right now there would be an argument that John Gray and Herman Marquez are the two greatest pitchers in Rockies history. And they're both like 26 even, years old. <laughs> I can't even think of a good Rockies pitch. I mean, Denny Nagel. I remember him. Mike Hampton. Those are the guys I remember. I remember when they went, they went on a, like they were tearing it up on offense with like Walker, Galarraga, yep, all Bichette, and then they like splurged one off season on pitching. And they got and Nagel it, and picked up Hampton. And it was and those the were, worst thing we yeah. ever did. Yep, it set us so far behind because those pitchers sucked. Yeah, if they would have delivered though, right? But the <laughs> yeah. That's always been the thing, though. The Rockies' offense will always be good. Part of that is because Coors Field. Yeah. It's really hard to be bad at Coors Field. And not even, like, just as a power hitter, but, I mean, the field is so big. It is 445 feet to the deepest part of the field. The outfield's huge. They're, yeah. So it's easy to just, you know, get singles because you need a Dexter Fowler-speeded you know, center fielder to do anything. Which is why the Rockies do terrible things because our outfield is slow as shit. That's... We, we give a lot of love to the Rockies on this podcast. Apparently, yeah, we do. Hey. Well, because that's my team. Just like I'd love to give a lot of love to the Timberwolves, but... Like are, a, we, are we transitioning to basketball here? I see that hat. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's the only thing about the Timberwolves that's nice. Like, geez, they suck. I mean, their roster is up and coming. It's really not. They have Cat, and they have D'Lo, and then they've got nothing. The bench is awful. Did you just say they have nothing? What's the rookie last year? Edwards? Is that his name? Oh, I forgot about Anthony Edwards. Probably the biggest bright spot in their team. Maybe. And then before that, we had... We drafted Jarrett Culver, which was a mistake. Honestly, I think this is going to sound terrible. But so Kat, D'Lo, and Devin Booker have always wanted to play together. If Devin Booker, like if the Suns lose Chris Paul and lose some other pieces, and Devin Booker doesn't feel that great with the team, we could send them Anthony Edwards, Jarrett Culver, a contract to make everything up and a, two first round picks and get the guys together. Cause I want it to happen in Minnesota so bad. 
I'm not a big D-Lo fan. I think he's trash, to be honest. You think he's trash? That's a little aggressive. Trash. You you heard it here first. I think he's overrated. Is overrated. Can be. Uh, I think. When's when's an opportunity he's shined? When he's had one opportunity to shine in his career, the Nets versus Sixers in the playoffs in the Easter Conference. His only opportunity didn't show up. So. He's overrated, bro. He's a postseason scorer that's gonna get his on a on a trash team. Like, what was he doing on the Warriors? Nothing. Okay, I, but he's okay, overrated. That's not fair because for the first what eight years of Devin Booker's career, it was that's all Devin Booker is. He's trash on a, you know, he looks good on a trash I mean, team. Once he finally actually got an opportunity, I'm sorry, the Nets weren't close to the 76ers that year. They weren't. What do you expect to happen? No, but he didn't play at all, bro. He didn't show up, is what I'm saying. Not the, not oh, the, like, not the. Like he was hurt he again. That's nah, the biggest man. issue. Nah, he just didn't show up, man. And then you can say you can make that argument like Booker's got. That's his franchise. At one point, he was the Lakers franchise dealo. Dude was trash. See, but he was never the Lakers franchise. The Lakers didn't love him, mostly because Dude, you remember the, the whole snitch thing. Yeah, that's when things that's about the that's the pinnacle of when things were getting bad. But I mean, like he was brought in to be the man. He was the dude. He was there before Alonzo. He was there before Ingram. He was the start of the new initiative of the young core. Yeah. And he was going to be leading. He's the point guard. He was going to be leading it. Bro was like hella immature. I mean, I'll give him that. He's he's matured a lot more. Yeah. Um, his career has evolved. But I mean, dude, like anybody can be the man on a bad team. And score like that's what right. he's always just been on the nets. On, right. I mean, I just think he's overrated. And then that snitch thing, that snitch thing still rubs me wrong. I don't like snitches. Yeah, fair. Fair. But, but, I, but my biggest thing is just I don't think, like, sure, he's overrated, but I think a lot of people are. I don't think he's a bad player, though. Right. I called him trash, but I just, I mean, like, I expect more from him. That's right. why. Right. And, but, I mean, honestly, the same thing can be said about Cat. Carl mm. Anthony Towns has done nothing. He's proven nothing. Honestly. He's solid. I think, I think if anything, I love Cat. Like, he's my guy. I think yeah. he's a little overrated at this point. I mean, he's possibly, not a top five center in the NBA. He's not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he plays center, right? He's not a. He's not a four. Right. right? He's a center. And he I mean, like, play how defense. many centers are? Yeah, not that many centers really like lead the way, unless you're Shaq or fucking. Well, right now, I mean, Joker. Embiid, Jokic. Um. Who would you rather have, Embiid or Cat? See, that one's tough. I'm taking Cat. No, Embiid's a better player. Cat will stay on the court. That's true. That, Embiid's hurt all the time. So I will take the slight decrease in player because he will still be on the floor. Yeah, I think Embiid will dominate more games, though. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Health risks, big time, yeah. Yo, what's good, Tay? How you doing? Um. Yeah. That's a tough one, but if you're in Minnesota, you got to keep that dude, man. Like who you got else? Right. The 
my biggest worry is that he's gonna demand a trade eventually he will he'll want to win he'll pull he'll pull a lillard like enough's enough you guys aren't doing enough for me right but he won't have that clout to pull any like the same much that's the dude right we that's a we need a good off season where the players we bring in are actually worth bringing in i mean on our team right now i'm honestly good with delo being our starting i i would rather he be considered our starting shooting guard I would honestly rather have like Ricky Rubio run the point because he's a more gifted passer. He can actually run the offense better. Yeah, agree. Um, you know, Anthony Edwards at the three, Cat at the four or at the five. We need a solid power forward, and then our bench has to get better. I think I think D loves a liability. I think he's got good chemistry with Cat, but I think at the same time, like he's not a he can't play your point guard the way you want him. Right. And he's not... He's big enough to run the two. And yeah. he's a great scoring option. I think if you take the ball out of his hands to where he's not in full control of the offense, the offense will get better. And he's still going to put up his 20 a night. Uh, I mean, there's. I think you build around Cat and obviously Edwards. And then you use whatever resources you have to do that and i like delo there but he's just not enough you need more you need a, you need to need a like imagine a strong point guard with that unit or a solid two you know spot up shooter um we i think there's potential i mean wonder is no longer the co-host i didn't like uh, what was the dude they had before wiggins i didn't like him it's like what the hell are you doing with your career He'll he's still on, but he's no longer right. the every week co-host. How about how about that team USA uh bombing in the, the Olympics this year? Oh yeah, they're not gonna win gold. I bold prediction, they're not gonna finish on the podium. I think it's wild too, like how it just it's like a testament to the NBA game on how Soft these guys the Olympics is how like they're not getting those flops and calls that they wouldn't get in the league and that's a big that's a big difference maker like look at I mean they're getting outskilled by like lesser better players I mean France, honestly the thing is the US decided we're gonna live and die by the three we're not gonna have anybody on this team who will play defense look at like the 2008 dream team right LeBron, Kobe, D. Wade all said, all right, we don't need to score. We need somebody who will lock down. And that's what they did. But nobody on this team will do that. Kevin Durant isn't going to lock down on defense, mostly because he's never been that guy. But <laughs> where is your true good defenders on this team? Also, where are your centers? Your centers can't be Draymond Green and Bam Adebayo. It's not going to work. Mikhail. <laughs> I just I don't know. And then yeah, I don't think relying on the well we are more skilled so we can outshoot you. What happens when the three ball doesn't fall? Just like it didn't to for the Rockets in that game 7 against Golden State where they went 0 for 27. Mm -hmm. What happens yeah, when the three ball stops falling? 
and you don't have that one guy who you can truly just give the ball to and he will go get a bucket. I love KD. KD is a great scorer. But if his shot isn't falling from three or from mid-range, he's not going to do anything at that point. He's, he's just not the face to lead, bro. <laughs> I like, think he's a little bit exposed. Right? I mean, he's not LeBron. He's no. not... He's not a Kobe. He's not... He's not going to will your your team. He's not going to lead. He's going to need that. Couldn't do it with the Thunder, man. Right. That's been my biggest thing with KD is he is a great scorer, but he cannot will a team to the finals or just... Sure, he can win you a game or two, but he can't just will you through series or through the Olympics. Yeah. Which is tough, but, I mean, it is what it is, you know? Yes, the state of uh, American basketball is not looking too good. No. I think the Olympics should be showing... Honestly, the one good thing is I think Drew Holiday just joined the Olympic team. Yeah, that's a great pickup for the squad. Oh, especially with the way that the international game lets you play defense, Drew's Mm going to clamp. (laughs) I had a good first game in in France. Yeah. He got 15 points or something. Yeah, he's solid, man. When you're the guy that the rest of the NBA says, you know, He's the toughest defender I've gone against, even though he's, you know, a foot shorter than you. Mm-hmm. You know that guy can. And that's in the NBA game where it's so. I don't like using soft as the word, but I mean, you can't touch the offensive player. Where mm-hmm. Drew can now do whatever he wants, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put him on whoever the other team's best player is and say, all right, do something. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Who's not on the roster? I'm not. I'm like, who's missing that could really? LeBron, Steph. Well, yeah, the obvious. Uh, how's Dame doing? I'm not sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's look. Um, I expect a lot out of him on this team. Yesterday, the U.S. played Iran and won. This really doesn't show me the stats. That's I love the Olympics because it doesn't make sense how they show off stuff. Like, it's like, yeah, these are the players on the team. It's like, okay, how did they do? Yes. Yeah. Goofy. <laughs> so the on the roster right now, Bam Adebayo, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Keldon Johnson, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, JaVale McGee, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. So Bradley Beal left the team, and so did somebody else. Um, he left the team? How come? Uh, no clue. Huh. They need that kind of a player. That sucks. Well, well no, they don't, actually. I mean... They were performing terrible with him there. Were they? Yeah. And he, I don't, I don't know if he was kicked off the team or if he actually left, but it was to clear room for Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and yeah, Chris like Middleton. James Harden. 
Like, what's he going to... Like, that's the player they don't need. They got already got those roles. Right. They need a true defensive guy. Yeah, I'm not a big Harden fan either, man. Uh, see, Harden's definitely... Like, the biggest problem with him is the same as with Chris Paul and Trey Young. They know every rule. They know how to exploit it. So they're going to do shit that just, just puts them at the free throw line where they're going to go make 95% of their free throws and put up 40 points in the most boring way possible. I don't want to. See, that compromises your team. Like, his his style of basketball compromises the team. Sure. Like, it's that's that's what I don't like about him. His lack of defense, I don't like about well, him he, either. Defensively, he has drastically improved over the last two or three years. Drastically. Sure. There's but, guys on that roster that it doesn't matter what his level, it's not good enough. Well, you know, you need def- on this team, you honestly need like Kawhi to show up and say, I'm not here to score. I'm just here to play defense. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You, or, I you do. know, or Dwight Can Howard, Paul George, yeah. even. Um, mm, did you say Paul George? <laughs> Say what you will about Paul George. He is still a great player. He can't be a number one. That's fine. Not everybody has to. He can is be a, he a good role two. player. That's what that, I'm saying. Oh, that's I'm saying you need a guy like Paul George because he has the defensive skill set to come in and lock people down. Would he do that? I don't know. <laughs> but you need a guy that level of play is what I meant. You know, I, Rudy Gobert isn't you know, isn't U.S. born, so he wouldn't be on the U.S. team. But you need mm-hmm. a center like that. We really do. We need, you know. Center game's kind of weak in the league right now. Well, the biggest issue is all the good centers aren't U.S. born, so we couldn't put them on Team USA. Well, yeah, in that degree, Gobert, yeah. Jokic, Embiid. Centers aren't, they're not developed like that anymore. I remember, like, back right. in the day, in the 90s, like, dude, every draft was a fucking Mutombo. Fucking Shaq, Alonzo. Like, there was, like, centers every draft. Like, solid, stapled centers. And, uh... uh, Part of it is, I think, the center, if you play the position in that way where you're just, you know, banging in the paint all the time, you're you're, going to get hurt too much. Look at Embiid. He can't stay on the court. There's... There's power forwards playing center now. Like, Cat's a That's power true. forward in my eyes. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like... Bam's a power forward, really. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis should be a center, honestly. Yeah, he's a true center. He refuses to play center, though. He hasn't started a game at center in, like, four years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... They can yeah. use Anthony Davis on this team, though, just because of his post-defense. He's not oh, letting yeah. a score on him. Yeah, he needs a break, man. His body's glass. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's why him and LeBron aren't playing, though, is they both need this time off because they want to come back and play next year better. But, I mean, I don't know who you call if you're the NBA to come play center because I mean your top you know 
four or five guys, Jokic, Embiid, uh, Gobert, those three aren't U.S. born. Cat doesn't fix anything because he's a defensive liability. You know, and then I still struggle with I don't know where some players are from. So, like, Clint Capella, he's a defensive guy, but he's not that good. So I don't know. I don't know what the U.S.'s options are. I think the U.S. is just kind of screwed this year. Well, when there's no options, you just tailor your roster to what your strengths are. So. Which is what they've done. They've made it a three-point shooting team, but that's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> because any team can get hot from three. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Gonna well, be tough enough, this year. Enough about basketball. You ready for football? Training camp starting today or yesterday it was. Aaron yeah. Rodgers reporting for the Packers. Yep, that one's Imagine tough. I was ready for him to be gone. Really well. well so what's the deal? He's got one year left. Is he's they're doing something where he's out in the air? I guess yeah. He, I think they redid his deal so he's only there for this year, and then him and Devonte Adams posted pictures on their Instagram stories that were, it was the same picture. It was of Jordan and Pippen. And it was basically just a, yeah, this is our last dance kind of thing. It's also Devonte Adams last year. I think they're both leaving. Hmm. Where are they going to go? I have no idea, but they're gone. Um, they just traded for Randall Cobb to make Aaron Rodgers feel better, I guess. Uh, Chandler Jones and Xavier Howard have both requested trades. What's up with Chandler Jones? Why does he want to be traded? Um, no, no say, no, no reason. So Jones has been unhappy with his contract. Oh, yeah. He did report to training camp, so he requested a trade, but he's not sitting out. So. I mean, he's smart, man. This is his last payday. Right. Um, There are rumors of the Vikings, Ravens, and Dolphins wanting to trade for him. The Dolphins are actually looking at trying to do a straight-up swap or something. Chandler Jones for Xavier Howard, which for the Cardinals is a great trade. For the Dolphins, eh. That's what Jones looks like a Viking in my eyes. Right, pair him with the Neil Hunter and Sheldon Richardson. Our D line would be the best in the league automatically. I'd love to see it. I agree. Vikings has always been always been. Uh, you guys run a four three, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and we've yeah. got three really good defensive tackles. We've got Daniel Hunter. So we just need that other end. And yeah, I I want to see it, but I don't know what pieces we have that can get him is yeah. the biggest issue. Like Patrick Peterson's trying to recruit him, even though he's not a free agent. So, okay. Uh, you getting mad? You're getting mad and you said, I can't remember. Are you going to be little, oh, you know, he's, he's very... um, I, still haven't decided if i'm going to or not you wait until the day of 
Yeah, I, well, I'm waiting till closer. I want to see if anything's actually changed or fixed. I don't want to just buy the same game that sucks. You, you know? know, it's not, bro. Oh, I know. I, I'm sure it's not going to change, but, you know, if There's somebody comes out and says stuff's different, then. You're, you're hoping. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like as as we near it, I'm getting less inclined to get it. Right. But we'll see. the week of, I always, we'll see. I do want to play it, so I probably will get it. So, right. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so what's up with gaming, man? Not a ton, I guess, right now. Um, what have you, you been playing? Landed, I've been playing... Uh, I just landed New World on my PC for Steam. I'm pretty pumped for that because it's user-friendly for MMO players that are new into the game. Um, been watching a lot of streams on it. And pretty fun and exciting to watch. Uh, Be careful, though. That. It might break your graphics card. So. Big so? I don't know. That's a thing that was happening to people. Wow. Yeah. Like it was bricking high end graphics cards for some reason. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New uh, Let me. So EVGA. So it mostly affected a certain graphics card it affected an EVGA RTX 3090 and EVGA has already come out and said any card that was bricked from playing that game we will replace just let us know um so i think that's awesome great company i cuz it honestly was just a weird way that the game ran and it does whatever it does um but the fact that they're willing to just replace your card is awesome. Shows great. A, that's a good company to me. Willing to. Yeah. Are you? What do you think about that game? I honestly have not looked at it very much. Um. Just a bit, you know. What are you playing then? Right now, Fortnite. Nothing really. I was getting you... ready to look into some other stuff, and then I found out I was going to have to make this trip. So it was like, I'm going to be away and not able to play anything for a week. So. Are we talking Halo? Are you able to get one of those keys? One of the keys for Halo? What? Yeah. What it's, did I miss? If something to do if you're if you're with Halo Insider. You can get a key to play the beta. I think uh, I think the beta uh, this weekend though. It's playable. <sighs> People I'm not are gonna be it. home to play. That's so trash. That is trash. So even if I and could get a beta code, I'm. Well, I need to get on that because I want to get one. Yeah, get one so I can watch your streams and see how it is. <laughs> um. So. But Amazon Games made a report about them bricking cards, and they were like, hundreds of thousands of people have played the New World Closed beta with millions of total hours played. We received a few reports of players using high-performance graphics cards experiencing hardware failure when playing a New World. Uh, New World makes standard DirectX calls as provided by the Windows API. 
We have seen no indication of widespread issues with 3090s either um, in the beta or during our many months of alpha testing. New World is safe to play, but we implemented four patches today. So was it safe to play or was it broken? What? <laughs> like, if it was safe to play, why do you have to issue four patches in two hours? Have you... Uh... Have you heard of the game Spillgate? Oh, Spillgate? I tried that out today. I heard, I've heard a little bit of it. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. Was going to try to get a code, but if I'm not going to be around, what's the what's the point? Say that. Say that. Um, I am super excited for Halo, though. That's, that's most of what I'm doing is just biding my time until Halo comes out. I need to find a way to get that game because I really want to try it. I'm not a Halo player, but I really want to play it this weekend. I think the beta will be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm a big Halo guy, though. And I'm probably not going to get Call of Duty this year, so. What? Really? Yeah. Who's, who's producing this year's? Uh, Sledgehammer. And it's going to be Call of Duty World War II Vanguard. And I'm not playing another shitty World War II game. I'm like meh on that game I'm not like Too down on it but I'm not High on it honestly like The only time I really get pumped For COD is when uh Activision does it cause That model, you mean, that model Not Act no, Activision's the publisher So Infinity no, Ward sorry. or Treyarch Yeah Infinity Ward I'm sorry Um when they I just That Modern Warfare engine is what I like See I Have I haven't enjoyed an Infinity Ward game since Modern Warfare 3. Because mm. Ghosts wasn't good. That's and, subjective. Well, sure. It, in my opinion, it wasn't good. Uh, Infinite Warfare was just bad. Yeah, worst ever. Well, like, it was... Um, it was... Call of Duty Black Ops 3 which was really good but worse in every way like they copied the movement mechanics but made them worse somehow still it's like they took Black Ops 3 and were like I need to change this a little so the teacher doesn't know I copied but then only changed to wrong answers it was awful and I then, really don't understand Cold War Cold War's bad dude I mean, I I, I kind of enjoy some of the multiplayer, but it's not worth a full. It feels like a DLC to me. It doesn't feel like a full game. It really does. I, like, I loved Black Ops Four though. Yeah, I really did. I've I didn't. Been, I've, I've been playing some of that lately too. I actually have too. Yeah. yeah. And then I didn't enjoy the new Modern Warfare, but it is what it is, you know. It's all subjective anyways. Everybody has their own opinions on how the game feels. and Because I think Modern Warfare looked really good. I just think gameplay-wise it wasn't there. Mm. I mean, I like Sledgehammer when they did Advanced Warfare. I actually liked that game. I didn't hate Advanced Warfare, but... I, th I think it was the second best of the three futuristic CODs. Um, I think Black Ops 3 just did everything better. It was good, yeah. I thought they were all good. I just, 
it got to be enough like three years of that in a row yeah i think that was their mistake yeah and then they just ultimately went flipped it and went to boots to uh boots the ground with uh world war yeah i think if you would have put it wasn't a bad game too i i you remember that station the lobby thing you like that in what that outpost the outpost thingy they had in it oh in world war ii yeah yeah i didn't like it either it wasn't they didn't do it right the other issue was it didn't work until like july of the next year it took them nine months to actually get it to work yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't like it so I don't really think they should have split up the releases of those games like it should have went honestly they probably should have released advanced warfare before ghosts then had ghosts come out then black ops 3 then world Give war 2 and then infinite warfare and all like of those doing... games would have performed better except black ops 3 because it performed amazingly anyways mm-hmm. i think it was the highest selling call of duty of all time so i gotta be modern war what's the highest it's cold war now oh there's no I... shot no I heard something. Oh, was the Cold War was like the highest selling game or something like that. it was something gnarly that blew my mind because I was like Cold War, but it, it's got to be Modern Warfare, right? The newest one. No. No. Um, no. So the highest selling Call of Duty of all time is Call of Duty Black Ops, the original. Then Modern Warfare Three, Black Ops Two, Ghosts, and Black Ops Three. That's your top five. Wow. So the first three Black Ops games, one Modern Warfare and Ghosts. Mm. I I like Black Ops 1. Yeah, and Black really Ops 1 was good. Shit. I didn't really love Black Ops 2 like everybody else did. But... Yeah, Black two, Ops 4 two. apparently only sold three and a half million copies. But it was a solid game. Yeah. And I blame that on the whole downward spiral of COD due to those spacey games, man. That was a good game, man. Well, that it was, was also, really part of it was also, we don't have a campaign. All of our multiplayer maps are going to be rehashes of old maps. And the zombies isn't going to be the zombie story you guys wanted. We're forcing something else to happen. That yeah. That makes it tough. Like, it could have been so much better. But, yeah. No, oh, so the thing I was meaning about the highest-selling COD of all time, Black Ops 3 had the highest-selling DLCs of all time. The mm. entire Zombies DLC that uh, Zombies Chronicles is the highest-selling DLC of all time for a Call of Duty. I want to play the new zombies again. I actually want to get back into it. I I so far have not loved Cold War Zombies. I initially was okay. It's just not a streamable title for me. Zombies Zombies is my shit. Like it's what made me do this. And I would much rather go back and play Black Ops 3 Zombies right now. I like Black Ops 4 Zombies, did you? It was it bugged me. Did you play Black Ops 3 at all? Dude, I did. I just don't. That's one game I just don't remember too well. Okay. I don't so know why. The, 
I did, of course, yeah. You've seen how the cutscenes are, even in this year's zombies. You know, full-on, like, little animated movie cutscenes for going into the map, and when you beat the Easter egg, yeah. you get these cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Ops 3, you had this great story with those cutscenes. In Black Ops 4, you got those cutscenes for the new story, but the original Ether story that they were giving us the ending to didn't get those type of cutscenes. We got PowerPoints. So it ruined it for me because they didn't care. They stopped yeah. caring about it, and I so I won't go back and play Black Ops 4 Zombies, most likely. It hurts my soul. Because I feel like zombies would have been better if they never made Black Ops 4 have anything to do with the Ether storyline. If they kept it with the new storyline they added, it would have been great. But. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. I mean, I actually don't mind this year's uh, zombies at all. Like, it's not bad. It's... I just don't love it. Yeah. yeah. Um. um... Splitgate, Call of Duty, New World, Madden, Halo. What else is popping off? There's got to be something else. No, there uh, really isn't. That's been the biggest issue. Yeah, I've been like gaming's just slow right now. It is. Um, or are we just spoiled? Well, we were spoiled with great games for a while, and now nothing lives up to those expectations. Is really what it is. <laughs> I wonder that sometimes if like we're just spoiled with games like I, but I think a lot of it comes to these companies pushing their games out six months too early ruining the experience for the people who first bought it and then nobody else wanting to ever play it again so even if they get it fixed nobody's going to play it because you shouldn't have released it yet more cyberpunk hate did you like that game I haven't played it uh, ever not yet i was waiting until they actually fixed some shit again another game where they could have waited six months to release it and nobody would complain too much fucking hype on that game man they couldn't anthem was the they... same way uh, anthem wasn't like cyberpunk but it it was in a sense it, it was, was on super hyped and it released and was unplayable like it's so yeah, bad they've given cool. refunds to everybody who bought it it's dead dead yeah yeah they like abandoned that game that's crazy that's so bad um we're getting madden we're getting this is sports month naraka blade point looked awesome and that comes out august 12th but it's alien pc Fire Team Elite. never heard of that well it's it's not it's like a survival shooter, but it's not like Alien Isolation. They're making a sequel to Alien Isolation, I believe, but this is a little bit different. I think this is more like FPS. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it is. I like the whole Alien movies, but the whole, the fucking game was like I could not finish that game. Death Loop comes out in September, and that game looks so interesting. I'm moving into September now. Okay, nothing oh, yeah. in August. I'm. There were like two games in August that Naraka Blade Point looks cool, and I guess Madden because people like Madden. I've been playing simulator games. I got Power Wash Simulator. Did yeah. You play that? No, <laughs> I have been playing PC Building Sim and American uh, Trucking yeah. Simulator. What about uh, 
the Microsoft Fight Flight Simulator. You gonna try that? I'm thinking about it now that it's on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's it's pretty hefty. Like it's 100 gigs on your your Xbox, and it's really not what you think. Yeah, it's pretty heavy, and it's not what you think gameplay was. I'm still intrigued. Back for Blood comes out in October. It's like a, a Left for Dead. Yeah. I'm pumped for that, bro. Um, Far Cry 6. I probably won't get that, but Far Cry 6. I want to try 5 on stream because I heard it's amazing. And I have, I have sat on that game for so long. Battlefield 2042. <clears throat> I'm not a big Battlefield guy, so I don't know if I care. Mm. Moving into November, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, I like it. Free. Um, FIFA, that's coming. I don't know if you're a FIFA player. I'm not a big not. FIFA guy. That's right. We don't do soccer. I mean, I don't I hate soccer. I'm just not a big FIFA yeah, yeah. guy. I'd... Dude, Back for Blood is the one that's got me, though. Sorry. And then Dying Light oh. 2 comes out in December, but there's not a ton of stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy. I... But, I mean, the Avengers game wasn't that good. I refuse to buy Guardians of is the Galaxy for 60 bucks. Is it the same company though? Yes. It is. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. I said that real quick. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. Yes. I will at least give it a double check. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy uh far cry 5 has great gameplay but the ending is really underwhelming just an fyi before you play it yeah it's still made by square enix so also i just don't like the way the characters look <clears throat> i didn't love the way the avengers looked either though like i'm sorry why do they have to look so it's like they tried to copy the MCU but also not copy it at the same time. So it's like you can see a resemblance but then they just look weird. It's like either make them match or make them different. Don't do the whole I'm going to make it close. No. That's I just want to I just want a freaking Marvel game like Spider-Man on the Xbox. Like I'm dying that I, I cannot get a hold of a PS5, and I will definitely not buy a PS4. Uh, and I really want go follow. Uh, let me look at his name. I, I can find gameplay on it. It's not the same. No, though. no, no, no. There's a guy on Twitter that I follow who tweets out every time a PlayStation, Xbox, or a GPU is in that, stock. Though. I'm not going to go like, I'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m. and get online and log into this, or I'm not going to go camp in front of Best Buy on no, no. August. The what I'm saying, at... though, is like he will tweet out like it could be in the middle of the day. You know, you're mm -hmm. awake at noon and oh, play PlayStation fives are in stock on GameStop. And, you know, you can go try to order one. Yeah. That's why but I that's follow him is I'm waiting for GPUs. I'd rather have a GPU than a PS5 now. Like, I just yeah. want that game. I want to play that, God of War, yep. and then a few select few. Like, that's it. I don't really, when I think about it, I need to calm down off that PS5 hype. Right? Like, I didn't need an Xbox either. I feel like that was a waste of money. 
I didn't need a Series X because every game that comes out on Xbox comes out on PC. Mm. I should have I mean, just got a PS5, not an Xbox. There's no point to it. Dude, Game Pass and sports games is... I mean, to a point, but for me, I don't play sports games online most of the time, so why wouldn't I play them on... But if I was going to get a console, I should have just gotten a PS5 because mm. I could play the sports games there. And, mm. you know, I wouldn't need to buy both. Would you, play, would you buy the show or would you not buy the show, though? That's my thing. Cause you I get probably would have. Oh, okay. Because the show is like the one game I play off stream. Mm. It doesn't okay. do great on stream. So if I just want to hang out and like play a video game and listen to music i put the show up and just go hit dingers <laughs> so but normally i only buy the show every other year that's kind of how it should be with sports games unless you're like that's your main game right you know? right because it's like Which i can man? play this current show for a while Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not much changes for the modes I play. Because I'm not going to play Diamond Dynasty, so I don't need to have the newest one. I don't know. So what's up with streaming with you, man? What do you mean? Like, what's your... Uh, what's your direction for you for streaming? I'll tell you mine. All and, right. uh, I'm interested in yours, so I can... Get a well, okay. What your mind? I'm currently working on a, a semi rebrand. Um, to judo TTV, right? Yeah, like I've always just been referred to as judo. Yeah, judo top 80 was just my gamer tag that's transferred, which I liked a lot. That transferred over to Mixer, which I, I, I when I was with Mixer, I was like, do I want to make a new name? Or this is cool with me. Um, but. You know, like I'm putting a lot of time and effort and energy and blood, sweat and tears into streaming. So um, thinking about the future, like branding is a huge thing to me. Like I'm all about my brand and that's what motivates me more than anything right now. Like pushing for partner, things like that, not a motivation for me. Uh, my brand and my, my place in this industry is what I push for and... I'm just kind of like minimizing things and I've always wanted to tweak things. Like when I first started streaming, I loved my logo. Yeah. I like the wolf, the look of the wolf. Exactly. I love it on there. I just don't like the font. I didn't originally didn't like the colors on it, like too esportsy, And I just wanted it to be more personable for me and my taste. And so we're, this is an opportunity to redefine that. And I've, I'm working on that. That should be done any day. It's pretty, it's a little similar, but it's not. And then I got to redo everything on my stream with scenes and transitions and then merch, all that jazz. So putting my brand out there, which is fun. And then going forward, I aim to like call my buddy Geek Slays and help me help <laughs> get my stream onto OBS so that I'm a pro at it. And then uh, our slobs and then we'll get rolling with uh, PC content on stream switch content on stream and just you know open up more avenues so that's the short-term goal it's kind of taking me a year 
like a little bit longer than I thought originally because I, I planned to do the first half of this year doing that, but I'm spending pretty much the whole year working on getting things the way I wanted. The rebrand kind of sucked me back, but long story short, um, next year, the second half of this year's goal is going to be pushed into next year and let's get on YouTube. Okay. But that's just all time. Just got to let you know your sticker is taking forever to get here. You ordered a sticker? I did. I'll send you one, bro. Like, I'm going to... Um, I ordered I'm one like 10 you. days ago. It's still on its way. I'll send you a new one, too, though. Like, once I get the new thing up and uh, anybody that's bought merch, not that many, though, recently. Like, I have right. a buddy that bought a hoodie and a shirt. I was like, dude, I feel so bad because I'm changing my stuff. I'll send you a new one. Right. But I'll send you... I'm going to buy it in bulk anyways, and I'll send some. I'll send you a few. See, but, I've considered doing that, but like going through not having teespring do my merch but like going through an actual like really nice merch company mm. but it's so tough because you know do i want to order a thousand shirts and just sit on them while i wait for people to order them nah see i think I even do that, bro. for now i'm gonna stick with teespring until i get to a point where i know that okay it's time to upgrade where I get my merch done at and have it be better quality stuff. So like right now it's cheaper both price wise and make wise, but it makes more sense for me to do it with Teespring. So I'm not spending a thousand dollars on bulk orders and then waiting two years to sell it all. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's smart, but for, I guess, lately i mean i'm still doing the whole you know trying to push for partner trying to push for you know different sort of stuff like that trying to reach out to more brands that i use like i'm an affiliate with secret labs right now um that's cool i didn't know that yeah uh, uh so you know trying to reach out to other brands that i actually use i refuse to promote a brand that i wouldn't use their product for yeah it's just right. it just doesn't feel right to me um so you know working and trying to work with more brands um i've actually given myself an actual stream schedule so like not just days i stream but times um trying to get more consistent with youtube content and tiktok content has been big over the last couple of months i think just more consistent consistency is has helped a ton because i mean if you know for a fact that you know i'm going live at three o'clock so two o'clock your time or whatever then it's easier to know okay i can be there for that stream compared to what i used to do which was today i streamed at seven in the morning and then the next day i streamed at seven at night and then the next day the stream started at midnight yeah it's like there's nothing you know that's hard to figure out it's just tough bro it's like <laughs> all these bigger streamers and stuff like the big names and stuff like they don't do anything else like they don't have to go to nine to five they don't have to deal with you know things like that this is their 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 everything and then on top of that they have a team in place right like i don't have help i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. i do just stream i don't have to go to a nine to five right now but no, i also well, I 
but but i also have to specifically edit my youtube videos i have to edit them and shoot them and caption them i have to record and edit my tiktoks i have to record and edit the podcast which takes a lot of time away where if i could afford to pay an editor all i could all i'd have to do is stream for 12 hours imagine just waking up eating breakfast sitting in a chair hitting go live getting off a line and then everything you got a, a whole team taking care of stuff imagine that feeling right i mean and there's there's people bro like i'm not even talking on like nick Merck's level i'm talking about people like like i personally know people that have people doing things like analytics for them like here's your youtube short now your youtube post this at this time this is when you're like they're doing like data on the analytics on when to post this certain clip and everything like they got one person in charge of that they got a person in charge of the marketing they got a one person in charge of making tiktoks they got a person in charge of like you know getting people in their stream they got a person taking care of reaching out to sponsors to get them sponsored with certain companies and like dude i don't got none of that it's just nuts so this is unfortunately like when you're trying to set out goals for the year and like what you want to do like the other half of your goal should be to grow and like to grind and whatever way that is either on your social media or on your uh your content or your on stream like grind your brand build your brand use those are your you got to spend time doing that a lot of time i got to sacrifice content a lot of times because well a lot a lot of times actually because i'm trying to network grow build my brand up because i don't have anybody else doing it for me right neither do you you know that's been that's been a big issue i've been having lately you know with so I'm starting another YouTube channel. So that'll be three that I fully cool. operate. I'm running. Well, I'm restarting the sports at sunup channel. Only I'm going to be doing it way differently. It's not going to be like a sports show. I'm going to be doing like, uh, you know, a video talking about the 2007 Rockies and Rocktober or, you know, talking about certain players and what happened with their careers. But so lately i haven't had a ton of time to go into everybody's streams and it makes me feel kind of trash but it's like i spend 17 hours a day trying to get content out it's tough to find the time to you know oh yeah man. be active there's everywhere this it's tough to be even streaming sometimes sometimes i'm just yep. like i don't want to play a game i just rather right i like and i love the game it's just tough right i've had and then even more so when there's not a game out that's like blowing your socks off, you know, like it's tough too. Right. So Yeah, man. You gotta be you gotta love this industry. You gotta love what you're doing in order to do this. And oh yeah. And that's why I got a lot of respect for the people I've known from the other platform because at this point in time, if I known you from another platform which was over a year ago, then and you're still active in some degree, like you freaking love this and right. i actually yeah so i mean i've been completely active in all this for years it's just for the first four i sucked mm. both content wise the content wasn't there because i wasn't me in front of a camera yet yeah like now i sit down in front of a camera and it's like yeah i'm the same person i am in real life i don't have the same nerves sitting here i can talk like a normal person Whereas, yeah. you know, back in the day, you could tell it's like, this kid's nervous to be on camera and, you know, right. have his voice out there. 
Um, so I think just growing as a person helps. Yeah, you find yourself in this too. That's what's wild. Like I've totally, yeah. Like it's just, it's just wild. And my, my, like I said, my respect level for folks that do this. Oh yeah. Or, I mean, everybody can start a stream and get like a few viewers or make a few connects, and then your stream's got a few viewers in your stream. But like, yo, you know, like now, I, my thing now is like, let me see where you're at in a year. Right. It's just like I, I tell my mods, I'm like, there's going to be people that come in my stream and they're like all about me and I'm the next coolest thing or my stream is so much fun to be with and and, and whatever. And or they drop me, uh, you know, funds in the channel. And I'm just like, all right, we'll see where you're at in six months. I give it at least six months. Yeah. Are you like, still doing this in six months? Are you still are you still the same person? I mean, I, I don't need people like constantly doing subs and stuff six months straight you know but like i mean just saying like are you still like this person that you are this fire burning in you for six months down the road because 90 percent of the time like i know 90 to 95 percent of the time i know you're not gonna be there's rarely a few that still are like i and that's why i'm just like i don't really sweat it too much i just try to stay within me because i know people come and people go and and it's just part of the business. You got to get used to that. You got to get, you got to be numb to that and be used to it because you'll be like, what happened to that guy that was here in the channel kicking it? Remember? Yeah. I think yeah. there's the big deal of how many people right now are getting into streaming, not for the love of gaming, not for actually wanting to stream, but because they've seen, you know, ninja and how big he's gotten and think oh it's a quick way to fame and money and then they stream for two weeks realize oh it's not that easy and then disappear because there are so many channels that i knew about a year ago that don't exist anymore for that reason i think there are so many yeah. people who are only in it because they think fame and money is what's coming they don't actually care about what they're doing i mean i think there's like there's all this and i think i've learned too that there's different kinds of content creators or streamers yep. i'll just say that because not everybody's a content creator right there's people that that push content there's streamers that stream competitively right. that like they're good at the game and sacrifice that what the cost of that is sacrificing engagement with chat they're just playing a game you're just watching them play a game yep. um which I think there's a place for that, but yeah, there is. And then the third squeeze I've seen lately is kind of like up that avenue you were saying. Like I see people that don't really make content that aren't really good at the game as well. Yeah. And they're just, you know, like, hey, I'm I'm shouting you out. I'm retweeting you. I'm tweeting you. I'm tabbing you all the time. I'm always coming in your stream. We're just hanging out and you're hanging out on my channel and I've got viewers because of it and I'm subbing to you and you sub to me. It's just like, it's just a big hangout. It's not content. There's no content being made. Like right. you're just, you're constantly just your channels like a, a follow for follow, almost shout out for shout out. Sub like, for sub, for, whatever. Yeah. It's just, you guys are just hanging out and there's a place for that and that's okay. I see people growing that way too. But it's like you're not you're just hanging out and there's a that's okay, like I say, because it's 
there's a place for that and i've come to understand that like see but i question how far you can actually get that way how long does it actually last because what happens when i decide i i don't have the money to keep subbing to this guy and he stops subbing to me we both stop watching each other how far can you really get with your entire community just being other streamers i i don't i just my thing is like what what's your directive because right. it's like your streams are always just hey what's up hey good to see you hey what's up hey good to see you hey like every second because someone's coming in because you tap them and there's a little network going on of doing that but it's like how when does does that become boring ever like what's your end game for growing with that like do you, right. at some point do you plan to change do you plan to do content or do you become are you trying you to just go pro to, as a player or or do you just want to see people getting you know everybody growing their their stats and their channel and their views and that's cool like i said yeah. i'm not not doing that at all like i have some really good friends that do that but i just i'm here to i'm here to to do a little bit of that but a little bit of competitive and more so right be a personality see i i'm here to make content but mm -hmm. i also want to help people grow but yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm also very against the, oh, I saw you in my stream one time. I'm going to give you a billion shout outs. That's not, I find, you know, content creators like you who I've watched your content. I enjoy watching your streams whenever I can. Okay. I need to, even though at this point I'm a much smaller channel than you, we also have different communities. So it's like, I need to show the love to the people who I enjoy I think yeah. it's weird that, you know, smart guy 73 just comes into my chat. Now I'm going to shout him out as if I've known him forever. I think that can also lead to weird stuff. Like, yeah, I, I've had to learn to do that too. I've had to calm down with that myself. Like early on, I was doing that a lot. Yeah. And I, and then even, even if I had seen you a couple times only, like, and you were like, like two weeks i was after two weeks of coming in my channel state i needed to kind of be like like my mods would be like you need to chill out you're like yeah bigging this person up a little too much and right. and it's okay for it's okay for the folks like you like i said i've known you over a year right it's okay for, for folks like a year that. and a half almost yeah and you know, that's what i'm saying over here like <laughs> it's okay for folks like that right but yeah yeah like, for sure know, i'll hype you up i'll hype ghost lineup because he's you know been here forever you yeah, guys yeah. have been i've known you you've been in my streams for over a year so it's like yeah but i've also like i've stopped uh like no nobody on my auto host list is somebody that i haven't had a lot of contact with i no longer <laughs> raid random people i've had two experiences with raids that went terribly and that can reflect really poorly on me. Uh, what happened? I had one raid where yeah. uh, sent everybody. Uh, the guy refused to look at his chat, uh, and him and his buddies were using not the best language to talk about people. And then uh, the the next time I raided somebody, it was some dude screaming the n word a bunch and. Uh, man, that sucks. So, so it's like I'm not gonna raid random people anymore because that can be <laughs> just as bad for me as it is for that person, and I refuse to make my community yeah. have to deal with that. 
dude and the other thing is like there's just never enough time to give back to all the people that do for you or me right so it's like i feel i feel bad when i'm not giving a raid to them right but also it's like i gotta i gotta i gotta put this point out like i don't really do random raids the last time i did one i hated it too yeah. like i was like the fuck like yeah. i you wouldn't understand i'm like i'm like almost so pissed at the, the person i read because i'm like you couldn't understand support if i slapped you across the face with it like you just <laughs> people are talking to you and you're like not doing a thing it's like nothing yeah. i just and they're like my good people like like people like as if you like i've known for a while that are coming in on my behalf to support my raid and right. you're just you know i hate i just i was so pissed but the other thing is this is like i've gotten a lot um on i've gotten a lot of raids off recommended on twitch and that's true i've gotten a crap load the last two months and yeah they've been really receptive to me when they've done that so it's like i, I just it's just bad luck for me on the one on the giving end of it but the receiving end of it like i feel like everybody that's rated me off recommended really loved it right and they've always linked up with me and connected afterward but i think so that's the issue is just there are so many people who stream now that the odds of ending up with somebody who doesn't care or is problematic are just too high when there are, you know, so many people that I know who deserve the support, who deserve, you know, these certain things that I can raid and help them out rather mm -hmm. than you know just some random who there's a 50 50 shot that it's not gonna go well yeah so you know i do normally what i'll try to do is like when i get some free time and i don't see you know a ton of you know you're not online a bunch of people i don't you know i know aren't online i'll go and try to find other streamers and you know make connections there and if their channel for the first you know three or four times i go watch them it's like okay this can be a channel that i raid now yeah because i've so i've just started trying to vet people before i send raids there because i just i don't want to subject my community to that because yeah. i don't want that to it can look bad for me as well because you know Bro, i raided somebody with fucking 50 jeez and I know, bro, and it was just horrible, man. The like, it was nothing. So you raided them with fifty, and they weren't talking to chat, and they just didn't give a shit. No, nah, they're just like, hey, Judo, Judo. They didn't get my name right. It's Oof. so hard to rate Judo. It's so hard for I don't know why. Um, they messed my well, whatever. I messed up names. Yeah, and they were just like, hey, and then thanks for the raid, and then just kept playing, and it was just like, dude, you just got fucking fifty bomb dropped on you, like. Dude, if I got raided with fifty, I'd probably shit myself. Like that's not something that happens often. You know. Yeah, that was a little frustrating, and I don't know. It, it is frustrating i've had a couple like when i'll do recommended raids or like random raids is when i'm at on a certain hour and there's really not that many people on there's always somebody on though but there's just you know people that i've either rated before or people that i'm following but really really don't in, engage with each other right then i'll do then that's a rare opportunity that's a rare one and then that's when i would be doing a random one pretty much because i really just it would tear me apart bro if i was online and i saw 
you know, a good buddy, let's just say, let's just see the gig slays. Okay. And he's streaming late at night, and then, you know, and then I give it to somebody else who I don't know. Like, that would just, yeah, that would bother me. Yeah. And that's it, my biggest thing is if I hit somebody with a random raid and it's terrible, but, you know, you were online or, you know, Hakuna is online and only had three viewers, but I sent a random yeah. raid and the random yeah. raid went terrible. It's like, dude, I could have just raided Hakuna, who I know is actually going to be appreciative, actually going to pay attention to my community and, you know, make them feel welcome in his stream. You know, I'd much rather do that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It, it just sucks because these things always come back like we all it's a big family it's about it's a big fraternity like the support always comes back somehow right. like in some sort of way it could be a like on a tweet it could be a retweet it could be an engagement on my tweet it could be whatever it may be like you know hey you know yeah and it, it always comes back full circle like you know the people that you're you're linked with we all it's a big family like we all take care of each other it's some it's important to give back to them right so i understand that fully so yeah it's yeah that's, just... that's frustrating that's actually touching a nerve almost it's like i just hate yeah it just kills me rating somebody that doesn't give a shit and that could have gone to somebody that's right done something for me right it's like yeah. you know this person's been there with me for a year and <laughs> and so it it can be super tough, but it's also, it's also tough. If I have 10 people watching me play black ops three zombies, it's tough to then send a raid to somebody playing apex legends. Yeah. Two. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like finding people. Are we <laughs> going into dark stuff now? Not this time. We, that was last week. Last week got dark. Nah, we're just keeping it real. Yeah. yeah. Cause like last, I last week it was talking about, you know, what happens in 10 years when maybe none of us are streaming anymore? What does, where does our community go? And that's a good question. Like, are you like, that's a tough question. Cause it's like, what would pull you away from streaming? Right. Cause for like, me, it's, it's like, did I die or did streaming, did it just get to the point where I had to go get, you know, an actual real job and the real job, you know, is 12 hour days and I have this long of a drive and there's no time for me to stream. There's going to be a time where I have to slow down a significant amount, but will I stop? Right. No. So it's, like, it's I, like, are you going to stop being a gamer? Right. Are you going to stop gaming? It's like, I've been uh, streaming and making content for five years. Where am I going? Personally, for me, that's that's why it's like that because I took a lot of time to get into streaming. Right. Uh, I took years into get into streaming, not because I was nervous or scared. I just never made the effort. But I always watched streams. It was always fascinating. The industry I fucking love. So I was like, this. It just got to be to the point where I was like, dude, this is you're just you just need to do it now. Right. So, absolutely i wish i would have done this earlier though that's for sure i wish I, there's a lot of things i wish i would have done earlier or just done better from the beginning but but streaming's only been around 10 years like right, right. less than that and i've well it's 
I guess streaming's only been around for, yeah, about 10 years. Content creation on the internet in general, like, what, 2006, so 15 years, maybe? Really? I really don't remember anything streaming-wise until, like, Well, like, YouTube itself, like, YouTube videos was about 2006. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2010 was when Justin TV was really happening, which was Twitch originally before it got bought out. Um... So, yeah, it's, but I mean, you know, if five years ago I knew what I did today, then, you know, I think I'd be in a very different spot, but yeah. you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey bear with the popcorn. <laughs> That's great. Sit back, eat the popcorn. Yeah. While we spill the tea. Hey, speaking of popcorn, seen to get movies lately? Uh, just watched the Black Widow movie a couple days ago. What do you think? I enjoyed it. See, give I me mean, a one to ten rating. Like a six and a half. What? You but, enjoyed it, but gave it a six and a half, not even a seven. See, so. Okay. The biggest thing is the issue that has plagued Marvel with some of their movies for a while. What's that? This movie should have came out seven years ago. Mm. It just should have. Just like the Captain Marvel movie should have came out in like, you know, 2010. It really should have. I think a lot of people don't realize that this movie takes place like around after Civil War. Oh, yeah. People are confused for some reason. It's. Yeah. But like this movie should have came out right after Civil War. Yeah, true. That's true. And, you know. It's just because of the timing that I rank it so low. Because it doesn't matter. We know how this story ends. We know where it goes. So what's the point? Like, it's not a bad movie, but if it would have came out when there might have actually been stakes involved, then cool. I mean, look at it like this. Like... The the timeline, everything, yeah, eighty percent, a good percentage of the movie ties back to the old timeline, but they're utilizing it a way they're using it. I can see where they're bridging it to the next phase, but it's not um, really. What's bridging to the next phase, except for the post credit scene? Elena. The the girl, the, what's her name? Elena. That's her Elena. Name? And it shouldn't Yelena. have been a Black Widow movie. It should have been a Yelena movie. Well, she is the Black Widow now. No, I don't yeah. think so. Technically, they're I'm like 50 sure of them. But I'm pretty sure I read she's the she's considered the Black Widow now. She's then, going to the Dark Avengers team, so she's well, the evil Black Widow. She's uh. She's, uh, I read that she, they're doing pro, they're doing a Hawkeye TV show for Disney Plus. Oh, and yeah. She's, they just wrapped up post production for that and she's in that. Oh, is she? So, I didn't know yeah. she was in it. Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. So they just wrapped that. I don't know when that airs, but that's, I'm not I'm sure a, either. But yeah, that Hawkeye, that's going to be a Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm and excited like for that. I love Hawkeye. I didn't watch Loki though. What? Did you? I know. Uh, I'm you slacking, need to bro. watch Loki. I know I need to. I'm just slacking. Because this I is the watch. only one of the Disney Plus shows that might, that actually does impact the future of the MCU. 
Yeah. Like, I'm assuming this would be the one. Falcon I mean, episode one is, eight. Uh, six. Eight, right? Six? Yeah. Oh, I can knock that out. Okay. Yeah. Are they uh, like an hour or 45 minutes? 45 minutes to an hour. I think one of them was close to an hour. I knock that out. But I like I like WandaVision a lot. WandaVision was great. I loved it. Falcon uh, and the Winter Soldier was so good. I loved it. You did? Oh, I couldn't get past it. It was okay. I get the gist of it. What now, couldn't you I get can... past? I don't know. I just didn't really. I don't know, man. I just it was slow. I but you know what? I need it's my fault because I only watched the first three episodes, but then oh. the rest of it I just read up on what happened. Oh, but look at WandaVision. It took two three episodes to get really really good so yep, it's that's, my, that's, that's kind of how these shows are yeah. loki kind of gets into it right away though just because yeah, yeah. it's so so few episodes that it has so much story to cover so quickly yeah did you uh did you watch bad batch i've been watching it yep what do you think i stopped watching that too really why I just don't know. <laughs> no, it's not because I don't like it, bro. It's just because, you know, like, I'm a content creator now. Like, something's got to give. Like, I don't oh, watch yeah. TV and movies as much as I used oh, to. I don't. I literally just make time for The Bad Batch. That's the only show that I know I'm watching. Or, like, if yeah. there's a Marvel show out, I'm watching that. But so it's it's entertaining? I enjoy it. But I'm Does also a giant Star Wars nerd. Uh, hello, Judo, Star Wars 80. Um, See, yeah. Judo, but I feel like you're a tier or two below me still. Um, Excuse me? Hold up. What What did you just say? Yeah, I'm, I'm going there. Do you, you, do you read the books too? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Do you do play you... the Star Wars version of D&D? Because I do. Uh, what? The, the what's it called again the ship one uh star wars squadrons no 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 or like i think the it irl game, game not the video game yeah not the game x-wing game. x-wings i think it's x-wings or something yeah. like that i don't know man the, okay bro like i've got all these books man on in the canon the legends ones i've yeah. read them all i've got them on audible like I, I've watched Clone Wars. I've whatever what content's out there that I'm not doing. No, you Star ever Wars. make I'm an not... hour long YouTube video about a Star Wars character? I don't make YouTube, so no, I have not. <laughs> That's fair. But I listen to I listen to those shows, man. I listen to all those 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 channels that like what's the fucking names? I haven't done it in a while, but you I gotta... do. On YouTube, what's the guy's names? I don't know. Star Wars Theory. Uh bunch of different people yeah star wars there is one uh there's one my buddy had a actually negative engagement with the guy <laughs> really uh yeah man i'm i'm big into those though uh star wars theory is a good one uh la, 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 i'm scrolling put out right my the story of darth nihilus video i put out a while back it did not do great but How about this i don't tell many people about this either but there's a game on I think I might have said it to you. Star Wars Explained. That's the one I like. Okay. Um, there's a, a game on, on mobile I've been playing for like six years straight. The Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, really? I I didn't love that game. Well, I lead a guild in it and oh. I play it daily. Oh, jeez. And people from that guild that I've been playing with actually because I'm 
leading that guild and everything they've actually became streamers too wow and follow me off of that like so i'm all about star wars dude i'm all okay. about star wars See, i mean i'm not saying i'm above you no, uh, no but i'm definitely but, not saying i'm below you that's for sure right. so i'm all about See, it my thing is is it's just based off the content we create i don't see you talk about star wars that often but it's also not your type of content really. i did a uh, i did a um may the fourth stream well no but i mean like you know youtube videos that are all about you know i probably just don't talk about it yeah but i mean like yeah, or, if you, you come know, into my the, channel man the TikTok your videos where that i make talking about star wars stuff or you know youtube video you don't make that kind of content so it doesn't always click in my head that you are. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so no, bro, i think I'm, that's part of it bro um so my bad that's a prerequisite for me my future wife is you gotta like star <laughs> wars fair i was get the fuck just kidding <laughs> star wars and marvel because yeah marvel's up there i, gotta, I actually used to read marvel comics as a kid a lot of people don't i still do big comic guy Dude, I was, yeah, I actually bought comic books as a kid. I fucking loved the X-Men. Remember the cartoon? Oh, my God. Yeah, the X-Men cartoons that were trying to compete with the Batman animated series. I love that, too, bro. I don't like DC DC. shows were so good, though. I don't like DC, bro, but I love the Batman animated series. Like, not like, sheesh. So good. So good. Dark Knight series. So good. Yep. Not much else I like about DC, to be honest. I'm so excited for the new Batman movie, though. The Robert Pattinson Batman. Looks oh, so yeah, that good. does look dope, actually. That does look dope. I'll give him that. I I'm think Batman's that trailer, just you know. a dope character, so it's really easy to get into. They have fucked. They have tended to fuck up Batman, though, in the past. They fuck up everything. Yeah. Like, look at the what dude, they're doing with the Superman. Why is Henry Cavill not Superman anymore? How can you be this dumb? He's not. They. Oh, I heard he wasn't. Now he's not. Like they let him. That they're not. He doesn't want to go back because of the way they fucked over the guy who was playing Cyborg. And DC's decided that they're going a different direction. But it's like Henry Cavill plays that character so well. Yeah, he's a good actor too. Like, actor. come on. All right, yo, let's rank the Batman's then. What's your favorite Batman? Not Bruce Wayne, Batman. Like, what do you mean? Like, the movies or the shows yeah, the or movie, like... No, in the movies, in the movies. Not the t- TV shows. Not Adam West. It's, on movies. No, right now, it for me, goes Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Um, who else played Batman? George Clooney's at the bottom. He's off. Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Val, Val Kilmer, I'd probably put it third. Michael Michael Keaton at fourth, Adam West fifth, George Clooney sixth. That's all of them, I think. I go this way. I go Michael Keaton, best Batman, best Bruce mm. Wayne. Thought you said but, we weren't ranking the Bruce Wayne part of it. Okay, well. <laughs> but I'm just saying, okay, he's my favorite Batman. And then it's like slightly above Christian Bale. Um, after that, I really don't give a shit. Like, I don't fair. Val Kilmer was okay. Ben Affleck, I don't like as Batman, but he's not George Clooney. Right. <laughs> you can't be worse than George Clooney. That was a terrible Batman. It was awful. I didn't even 
feel like Batman. I feel like he was still George Clooney. Also, <laughs> so why funny. did his suit have nipples? I'm never gonna get over that. Why? Yeah, fucking credit card. <laughs> the bat credit card. Yes. Remember that shit? Oh my god, that was so dumb. That was such a terrible yeah, man, movie. The Schumacher Batman's are terrible. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, Bruce Wayne. Go, Bruce Wayne. Rank your Bruce Wayne's. <laughs> this is tech talk content. What? Okay, so I would say for that I would probably put Keaton one, Affleck two, Bale three, Kilmer four. Then it doesn't matter. I, I Clooney's like last. Affleck, I feel like Affleck's a better um, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne than Batman. Yeah. yeah. I give him that. Okay, Batman movies. Fuck, I can't remember what half of them are actually called. Well, there's basically two trilogies. The 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 Yeah. Um, I mean I don't the Batman vs Superman, that's not a standalone, so Right. But then well, he then that takes away from Affleck because he's never been in a standalone Batman. Well, he was gonna be, and then they let yeah. him go too. Yeah, smart. I I see. So honestly, I did not love any of the early Batmans. So t- the Tim Burton Batmans with Michael Keaton. You didn't like those? I didn't. I feel love like them. Batman. Like they were. I feel fine. like Batman is so underrated. It was nothing. No, I'm not saying it was bad, but I just didn't love it. Okay. And then the two Clooney Batmans are awful. What was it two? It might have just been one. It no, it was matter. one. It was one Clooney. There was four. One was Clooney. One was Val Kilmer. Yeah. Val yeah. Kilmer was uh, the Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, Tommy yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Two Face. But I, I actually like Batman Returns a lot. Uh, and it's kind of like, it's kind of cutting it close. So I would go the Nolan Batman trilogy with Christian Bale oh, at the top. Okay, but I would even go as far as saying the Nolan trilogy is the best comic series ever. Like, I better would. than Marvel. No. You don't think it's better? No. It's, dude, it's top notch, bro. It's See, but the thing is... <sighs> It's close. I have, but I feel like I have it's so best. many little issues with those movies that aren't like they're not big things, but the character of Batman is just off in those movies for some reason. And the villains are confusing. The only one that was great was the Joker. Um, Bane, I love the way they did Bane, but it wasn't a good representation of Bane. Hmm. Compared to the comics, that Bane sucked. Ra's al Ghul went from being this cool Middle Eastern badass to Irish guy. Yeah. Um, like, Talia al Ghul was a weird addition because I like. You didn't like Ra's al Ghul? Ra's in the movies now. Because that wasn't the right character. You did Roz horribly. You want to see a Mm. good representation of Roz al Ghul? Go watch Green Arrow. Okay. The Arrow show on the CW. They did Roz al Ghul right. 
But okay. the Arrow show on the on CW is Batman with a bow. None of them are original Green Arrow villains. It's very weird. Uh, it's like they I'm wanted they wanted to, to do Batman, but they weren't allowed to, so they just turned Green Arrow into Batman. Mm. It's good, right. but it's weird. Give me your uh, rate your Jokers for me. See. <sighs> That's tough because all three are great. Three? Okay. I, I'm only counting the, right now the three. Heath Ledger, uh, Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always get him and Phil Nicholson mixed. Oh, I forgot about Joaquin Phoenix. That's a golfer. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I get those two names mixed up, though. I don't know why, Stop. but Phil Nicholson and Jack Nicholson are they get mixed people. up in my head and then but so i haven't watched the joker yet what yeah because i don't care why because that movie it, is so fucking brilliant but it doesn't matter <laughs> why because that version of the joker will never be seen on screen again unless they make another version of that movie okay so you're saying you won't watch it because no, it's not tied I'm, to any storyline I'm, I'm not saying i won't watch it i'm just saying i haven't yet because again I, okay. it's all about budgeting time and i think dc is a mess bro i don't don't blame that on right. that i think dc is a fucking mess DC they can't retain, mess. they can't retain any characters for any continuity and that hurts them yeah they're already in they're already in in a uh in a hole against marvel and that's not helping and they're not but, hiring anyone who knows comic books to dig them out of it you should watch the Joker, bro. It's great cinema. I've, I've, I've heard great things. Uh, it's a so great cinema. I can't it's rank him inside. because I haven't truly seen it. So that would be. And I heard they are going to make a sequel. Actually, heard rumors, but yeah. What is the stupid guy's name who played the Joker in Suicide Squad? Jared Leto. Thank Trash. you. I can't. No, he really wasn't. Oh my god. No, your issue is just you don't like the way the Joker has been written in comic books since 1995. That's it. Bro, he's ledger brilliant. Fucking for playing walking. his version of the Joker, yes. There are three distinct Jokers in comics. They're they're different, yeah, but they're not wildly different, I feel. They Washington. absolutely are. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger captured the essence of the Joker. I feel like Jared Leto's version is more fluff-like. It's more comic-like. It's more animated series-like almost. It's so, like that. So it, I can't take him serious as he's trying to be like Heath Ledger, edgy. See, but he's not. And Joaquin, so, I, okay, what? So here's how the timeline basically went. There was the cl the clown prince of crime. He was the original Joker starting in the 1940s. Okay, in around the, what, the 70s and 80s came Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, the chaos clown. Then would come Jared Leto's version. The gangster clown. He wasn't trying to be like. That's kind of like Jack Nicholson's. No, it really wasn't. Jack Nicholson's was the clown prince of crime. There's a difference because this is supposed to be 
Clown Prince of Crime and Gangster Clown Crime. What's the difference? Gangster Clown are very different just in the way they act. I I felt like that was a gangster style Joker. Nicholson's. No, see, not really. I mean, um, because Nicholson's was more wacky and kind of over the top gimmicky. You know? And then Joaquin Phoenix is also does mesh with comics, but not also not really. He's, you know. Honestly, Joaquin Phoenix is more standalone jokery than he is comic book accurate. Whereas the other three have been very comic book accurate depending on the age of comics. Nicholson's was based off the Silver Age of comics. You know, Ledger's was the 80, you know, late 70s through the 80s into the early 90s. And Leto's was the newer version of the Joker. People's real issue isn't with Leto's performance. It should be with, I just don't like the way the Joker is in the modern era. And that's fine. But we shouldn't be blaming Leto's performance because it was amazing. That's subjective, but it, I don't. I think he's a great actor. Like, don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of roles that guy's been in that I really like. I loved him in Dallas Buyers Club. That's a fucking amazing uh, role he was in that one. But also, um, having I, I just seven minutes of screen time doesn't give you enough time to see how well he can portray the character. I mean, he was in Batman versus uh, Superman or the Justice League, too. He was in the Justice League, but also for like seven minutes. And the the little bit of him that was in the Snyder Cut, everybody loves. Which is confusing. Because how do you hate? He's the same guy. Nothing changed. I don't think his performance was anything. Like I said, there was not much to it. And I feel like he stayed... He stayed on path for what the Joker's perception is. Like he didn't. It wasn't a mind blowing performance by any stretch of the means. It was just because he, he even came is. out. He, he even my... came out and said it though. I was originally in the Suicide Squad movie. He was originally supposed to have like forty minutes of airtime. Instead, he got five. So all of his character development and all of the proof of how good he was acting as that character doesn't exist. Because they like cut him out of the movie. That style of movie, though, I feel like he fit with that style of movie very well. Yeah, I don't know. We will, we will never get to see anything to know whether he was good or not. Honestly, what I'd love to see is if Robert Pattinson's Batman is good. You know, people enjoy it. I think we should get Jared Leto back for the second one. They should do like not a. Not the same style as what Nolan did. They should do like an Under the Red Hood, right? Or the Killing Joke story. I think those would be two storylines that are great. Is there a Joker in this next? Uh, is it or is it Scarecrow? Neither. Next... Okay. It is uh, the Batman. I believe it's the Riddler. Oh yeah, that looks dope, bro. This new one I actually really like, bro. I'm pretty oh, pumped. It looks it. so good. I honestly love how Robert Pattinson looks as Batman. 
I really yeah. do. Andy Circus is playing Alfred. That's awesome. It it looks good, man. The style, the the vibe, it feels like it captures Batman well. I like it a lot. I just I feel like Jerry Leto and Jack Nicholson are a little bit more comparable than Heath Ledger and I feel like Joaquin Phoenix his Joker is like an origin story. And my if you thing watch is, he just doesn't. He, he's not like the comics at all. And you can. Well, you haven't seen the movie, though. But what I'm. I know. I haven't he's seen not the movie. Christopher, but I've he's, seen okay, people he's a, talk he's a about darker. it. Also. It's a very dark fucking movie, bro. Like, right. It, experience it, bro. Like, there was a scene in the movie, and I was just like, what the fuck? Oh, when like, he my kills that stupid. Uh, the television host guy yeah i that exist was on the internet i've seen parts of the movie it just happens yeah. that's if you don't want shit spoiled you have to just watch it or don't get on the internet those are your options so yeah that scene was just i mean i mean you see the scene on youtube but if you're watching the movie right as it plays out man that was just like the fuck right but i i just think we gotta not it's so it's impossible to compare the characters because they're not the same character. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if you were to come, if you were to like, he's more on that path line. He's not. But he's not. Oh, I'd hate this term, dark and edgy. <laughs> sure. But. But I don't know. I'll yeah, have it's to like watch it eventually, and We'll see. I think Joaquin Phoenix's Joker could be in, in Suicide Squad. I don't. I do, for sure. Well, also, how does you his Joker... I don't want to spoil anything, because like, I'll I just say that... I'm not worried about it. Say whatever you need to. <laughs> he really is not... It's really him becoming the Joker. The, like, the meat of that movie is him. The mind of uh, you know a manic person with psychological issues and like it's a trip bro because like after i left that movie i was like watching it and i was like dude did this even really happen or was this in his mind i was questioning things i had to research it and it was like there was a whole scene at the end of the movie where it was like it didn't really fucking happen it was in his head but they don't really blatantly tell you that so it's just like more so inside the mind of him and becoming him than more so him actually like hey you, like you get joker at the very end of the movie and that's it yeah so. my biggest issue is it doesn't really fall in line with how the joker came into existence like he's not the joker like you couldn't put him in a batman movie the joker only <laughs> becomes the joker because of batman yeah that's true that doesn't so mess he he can't move into an ensemble cast because in the universe he's in there is no batman basically i think originally this was meant to be a one and done flick but it just got so popular that now they're gonna yeah. the problem is they're probably gonna try to retcon all of it to make him fit into a bigger universe and it's not gonna work i agree and that's a problem I'm sorry, DC needs someone like Kevin Feige who knows not everything about the comics but is such a comic nerd and he needs to be the one in charge of not writing every story but every idea has to go through him for it, them to, you know, 
to say, okay, this makes sense. Because otherwise you're going to be writing movies that you can't write 10 solo movies that have nothing to do in universe with each other. I like this thing. And then it's hard to find, bro. Connect them together. Dave Filoni for Star Wars. Like those aren't right. Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni, Kevin Feige. You need those guys. Alec with the sub. I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I just read it. I muted. So you didn't have to hear it. Yeah. Not that terrible of a guy, (laughs) but yeah. Cause yeah, the way the Joker's story goes is he was originally the red hood who during a heist jumped into a vat of chemicals to escape Batman. So the Joker doesn't exist without Batman. Yeah, so that's the story. So it's tough. That's the story. Maybe I but see this is the thing. Oh, I could save this. Maybe he was already the Joker. Um, to a degree, and then that just pushed him over the edge with that interactive the interaction with the Batman. That could that could be the the bridge where that makes him the Joker. Joker. I don't know. The thing is, jumping into the vat of chemicals is what changed his appearance. The green hair, the white skin. It's not just makeup. He actually is physically altered by the chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, the issue is DC has no direction now, especially since they got rid of Zack Snyder, who at least was trying to make a cohesive universe. Like, he had cool plans for his Justice League. I don't think it would have competed on the level of Marvel, but it at least would have been good. Like, the Snyder cut of the Justice League wasn't a terrible movie. It was way too long and didn't need to be as long as it was, but when it's your final goodbye, basically, to the DC Universe, I get it. Yeah. We'll see. I think that there's room to do that, though. I just think that they're just gonna have to direct it that way because that's that's the, that's the bridge to Batman. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of weird too, bro, because they actually meet Bruce Wayne and the Joker in this movie too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who the hell played it. Bruce Wayne? Ah, it's him as a kid. Like it's a younger Joker too. What? I don't even remember if his name was Jack Napier in the movie either. I can't remember. Or was it Jack or Jim? I don't know. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. Fuck, man. Batman Animated Series, my one of my favorite cartoons of all time as a kid. Fucking yep. loved it. Um, Batman Beyond almost, was great. I never watched it. I heard it was good, though. I loved it. Yeah. But I, as a kid, I was a huge DC guy. Mostly because the animated shows. I loved the Justice League. Yeah, I. The only thing Disney, I mean, uh, with DC, I got into was Batman, and then the the whole story arc of Superman versus Doomsday, Superman's death. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Even when he came back. Yep. It was it was awesome, but you know. <sighs> All right. We're about two hours in. We should probably wrap this one up. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say to the people? 
thanks for tuning in folks uh thanks for continuing to support the geek slay my good buddy and uh, the podcast and uh i enjoy my time here every time so thank you there we go appreciate the shout out absolutely got it i forgot to give you one at the beginning of the podcast so gotta hit you with one now honestly the one thing i have seen that people have like hakuna that girl janie and their stuff when they shout people out the pop-up that they get on screen i have no clue how to do that but it's so cool oh really i have one too i just i'll show you when we work on my screen i have one already i have a custom one my logo just pops up and it's it does a little thingy if you are free next week since i'm not gonna be home and gonna struggle to have time to i'm gonna struggle to be able to stream because the internet where i'm headed is shit so Mm. i will probably have time to i probably won't bro until okay okay another i'm i'm actually finalizing my logo now then i gotta make banners and all kinds of jazz so i played like at least two three weeks i'm working on i gotta i kind of want to get custom overlays and stuff for my stream I put the brand out. I just, I just don't know. I'm having somebody work on some more merch stuff that's coming, but we'll see. Right on, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on again. Everybody, go follow this man. But uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.